0: And we're live. Welcome everybody here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. As always, joined on this Thursday, a little later than usual, uh, but still joined on this glorious Thursday by Aaron Larsul. Thank you very much for hopping in and uh and 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 catching up. Uh today's show we're gonna be talking about the notion of how the Lakers are rated and whether we think they are under, over, or properly rated. Um, some stuff is going on at ESPN that I wrote about for Substack, so uh, I guess we'll touch on that as well. But where I really wanted to start, Aaron, was to see if you uh, got out to Dodger Stadium at all while your A's were in town. I mean, they're still tonight, um, but no, I have not yet. Um,
1: I found out that the A's were in town Tuesday morning. I thought you were going
0: to say right now.
1: <laughs> no, Tuesday, Tuesday morning or like Tuesday afternoon. Um, and I'm on a group chat with, uh, with my boy, Marcus and my brother, the three of us have a group chat. Uh, he's a, Marcus is a Dodgers fan. My brother is an A's fan. Mm -hmm. And so I yelled at both of them. Why ain't nobody telling me that the A's are in town? And Marcus goes, well, cause nobody cares. And my brother said, (laughs) actually, I'm here. And I was irritated because it would have been my last, um, it's my last time to, to support, you know, to wear my A's gear. Cause once they officially go to, go to Vegas, I'm out. Um, yeah. but I did, I wanted to wear my, you know, I have, I have lovely A's gear that I wanted to wear. Sometimes I wear the Kelly green hat on this very show. Um, yeah. So I was pretty upset. Incredible. Um, I was but. pretty upset. My brother said it's a, it's a, that there was nobody there. So pull up. And I'm like, at this point it's like 6 30. So no. Um, and then I actually got invited yesterday and chose not to go. So Dodger stadium, getting in and out of Dodger stadium is a terrible endeavor. It's awful. It does. So. I'm still considering going tonight, but I'm probably not. They so I think it was it 7-3 and 10-1, I believe. So it's 17-4 Dodgers in the uh, in the first two games. And I would imagine that uh a lot of former athletics have, have done some damage to their former team for the Dodgers. I don't know.
0: Yeah, we um We. I can actually be a straight up Dodgers fan. So I, I will Bid say we. Baseball's stupid. In this stupid. Case. Uh Mookie hit a bomb yesterday that yeah,
1: that's, not, that's not an A's guy. So no, no, reason, no, but good, he hit a, he hit
0: a Homer normally like outfielders. When there's a, when there's a bomb hit over them, will like do a pitcher the, the service of like turning and taking a couple steps and then, Oh yeah, that's my
1: favorite. When it's so well hit, they don't move. It don't turn around. They just, <laughs> you just,
0: stand just there heard like, you, you know, you see, you see the contact and stuff. He's like, whack. And the, the left fielder's like,
1: Oh, <laughs> well, I like it. So Ricky used to do this. Ricky Henderson, who's probably my second favorite player ever. um Ricky Henderson used to do this thing when he would play left field for the A's or Russell, uh, so Yan- whoever he played for. Like he played for as many teams as, as Smith. If you want to bring this back to uh, to NBA stuff, so, uh, Ricky was all over the place. And Ricky played. I think he finished with the Padres or the Mariners when he was like forty eight years old. Yeah, was uh, still good so- though. at the end he wasn't but he was good into his 40s um but so he used to do this thing when he when he played for the a's in left field where if somebody would hit it so well that it was gone not only would he not like turn and run what you just did where you kind of like look over and watch it he literally wouldn't move and like his head stayed down like the play never happened yeah it was it was great to watch
0: pitchers apparently hate that um and I, you know, I pitchers are kind you of. You mean a, when
1: their when their outfielders don't make any sort yeah. of move? Oh yeah, because it's showing them because it means that the ball that they just threw got so well crushed that there's no chance. Yeah, of course they. Yeah, hate
0: it. I mean, well, I think it's more that the pitcher like hates that they just threw that pitch than they're actually angry at the outfielder for not caring enough to like go and try to get it. But, but that's a that's there's nothing thing. to go get. Pitchers, pitchers are like. Pitchers are the sports Karens, right? Like, like we can yeah. we can say that. Like, they're they're yeah, they like, get all irritated with bat flips and everything, like, man. Yeah, yeah, like every single play. thing. If you run the bases too fast, you're showing them up. If you run the bases yeah. too slow, you're showing them up. Like, yeah. just shut up and throw the ball. And they are Let's the Karens. You know
1: why? Because they have they have what they think is the trump card. Like they can actually do something. They can hit the next bat. Yeah. They can throw a baseball 100 miles an yeah. hour, a weapon at there. Like, and the Karens have that in their back pocket. They can call the police.
0: So, they're like, they're like, they're, they're, they're speaking to the managers firing a 95 mile an hour fastball at somebody's like, no, no, no. It's rims. calling the police.
1: It's yeah. It's calling the police on like the, the black people that are playing or like barbecuing in the park. Yeah. In this case, fishing. It's... somebody was fishing. There was like three times the police got called. It was just, Oh his yeah. brother was just sitting fishing like on, I think what was close to his property. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So they call the police.
0: Um, all right. So we are, uh. Like I said, we're going to talk about the Lakers and uh, whether we think that current analysis has them overrated, underrated, or properly rated. Um, I guess we could factor my analysis into that, too, since or our analysis into that, but that isn't as fun, right? Because like I wind up being the— Well, the, don't we factor like if it was, our analysis in, in in choosing whether we are— If it, if it, if it was just based analysis? on my—if it was just based on my analysis, the Lakers would be underrated. If it was just based oh, and 82. off of— i called this offseason like a solid b
1: oh and 82 it's not having not having malik Malik beasley to uh to use a salary fillers is is, in your opinion gonna cause the lakers to go oh and 82 yeah over is that an oversimplification of your of your position (laughs) a
0: little okay so um we're gonna talk about that malik beasley the key to everything I'm also, when you said, when you started with Malik, I thought you were going to say something about Malika Andrews, I, I, and I don't know where you were oh, going to, where right. you were eventually going to go, and I was like, where oh, are dude. you going to go? Well, eventually, we're going to talk about ESPN and, and whether uh, the NBA uh, is applying a little pressure to ESPN to change the way that it broadcasts and presents and covers their sport.
1: Well, I haven't had a chance to read your Substack yet, and um, this is going to be good because I have no idea what you're talking about. So it'll be. We'll do perfect. it live. Yeah,
0: perfect. I'll just I'll just read my Substack. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I wrote about that last night, and uh, you know, it's it's kind of building on the on on some reporting that's already out there. From uh, and and by the way, like if you enjoy that aspect of this conversation in tomorrow's lounge, um, I welcomed Sopan Deb of the New York Times. Um, who covered NBA like hot take boot camp that uh, NBA players or former NBA players are, are going to to learn how to give hot takes and then they also learn how to podcast and do other oh, stuff Oh, This is another too.
1: thing I don't know about. Okay. Um,
0: I gotta look. So tomorrow. that's actually that's actually in tomorrow's lounge. So you guys are gonna want to um, tune uh, tune in for that. I love Sopan. He's I said it when he was here. I'll say it all the time. Probably one of the most creative people in sports coverage. Uh, so you are going to want to check out that conversation as well. But yeah, let's let's start with here's I think a uh, a decent barometer to start with, okay? Barometer of the of, uh, of opinion the, Lakers. On the Lakers. Okay. Yeah, the the opinion on the Lakers. Um I'm looking at the uh I got an email this morning from one of those odds makers like email lists that I don't even remember signing up for, but sure. it's fun fodder for for, you know, August 3rd
1: general it's a good general assessment of I don't think the wins um matter that much the like win totals the over under I don't think that matters that much but it's a good general assessment of where teams are slotted based on their peers or in relation to their peers I think that part yeah
0: so the Lakers uh the, the email I got today is about whether x team is going to make the playoffs which is interesting because okay. the, it, it also gives you Make the... or the implied, playoffs or the,
1: or, or the play-in I think I, I,
0: Playoffs is what they're saying. Okay. So um, I don't know if that... Like if I was to bet on it and the Lakers made the play-in, like last year, right, at the deadline, I bet a decent amount of money. Uh, it was one of my bigger bets of the year on the Lakers making the playoffs. Um, and once they made the play-in, they had to win the necessary game right to to get yeah, into yeah. the play in yeah correct so the, the plan is so.
1: the plan is its own unique Separate. entity which is really weird the mm-hmm. stats are not regular season stats and the stats are not playoff stats they're their own thing so it is not con- it is considered the po- the post season but not the playoffs uh the, yeah. the playing games i was just asking for the sake of the yeah the, their question does it mean are they saying the top eight or the top ten you know will team
0: x make are they saying the top eight? I or think the top it's the 10? final. I think it's the final top eight, including okay. the teams that make the play in, but also wind up making the playoffs via the play in. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm. I'm <laughs> this is probably kind of an unfair mean joke or whatever. But Carl Anthony Towns is going to wind up leading, like he's going to set all of the play in records. I think. The, the all-time ones, all the, all the all-time counting stats, all ones, the, yeah. all-time all-time scoring leader. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Carl Anthony Towns, because he's just year. although yeah, he shrinks
1: it, up. Well, I guess he doesn't that's play true. well in the right, minutes
0: minutes played in playing right, games.
1: Go. Okay, now I, am. <laughs> I mean, he probably Carl, lead, he's probably Carl, he probably leads already. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. Although it, here's the other thing about it, because they're not regular season stats, and because they're not playoff stats. They're impossible. It's impossible to find play-in stats anywhere. I'm sure I know. they're on NBA.com, but I don't know where to find them.
0: Yeah. I, I hope that someday That's we get reference. like play-in. I, I hope we get like play-in specific stats on like basketball reference. And it's Carl Anthony Towns leading the way. Just in sweep, minutes, Just play.
1: sweeping the board.
0: <laughs> in totals.
1: Like not yeah. per game stuff, but totals. Yeah. All right. He was, not, he was not great against the Lakers <laughs> in the play-in. Uh, No. And, and Gobert was, was not there. There's a reason the Lakers uh, Lakers are about to lose. That's the, which we'll get into about how good the Lakers were last year and what we expect this year. I mean, it looked for a long time, like the Minnesota Timberwolves were going to beat the Lakers. I still think the Lakers would have, would have won and then been the eight seed. Um, but that's a very very different world because obviously Denver was was just better than the Lakers and and the the 7 versus 8 was was Memphis or Denver in the first round and I don't think the Lakers are beating Denver in any world um Mm-mm. so it matters but I do I do think the Lakers would have made it. but that that shows like why you don't mess with the play in when you can't cuz that is teetering <laughs> on the edge cuz yeah I, that, it was, a, that for was all the world like Minnesota was going to win
0: that was a stressful game that like really kind of sweat out that game against Minnesota but
1: i, I, had, I had 48 hennesses that <laughs> they were was, they was one a minute like one one exactly, per yeah. played minute yeah my brother actually there was this thing uh back in the day
0: at, i think at, that's at, the uh, ron artest diet right like while he was playing easy
1: that's my guy easy <laughs> easy i just i saw him saturday actually not
0: the meta world peace one he stopped when he okay, became Metal Fair, World Fair peace enough. but the ron artest diet was um uh,
1: my brother you so the a's had this thing this promotion where um It was a dollar on Wednesday nights. It was a dollar to go to the game and Mm -hmm. uh, hot dogs were a dollar a piece. So my brother and I decided that we were going to do the uh, half inning challenge, which was go to the game and eat a hot dog every half inning and see how far we could we could go. I was like by like the top of the third. I'm like, why or top of the fourth? I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. My brother made it. I think he made it to. The, the bottom of the eighth or something my brother ate like 17 hot dogs <laughs> in the span of you know whatever two and a half hours or something so it was it was one hot dog every half inning
0: yeah um they there's a section at dodger stadium actually where you can go and i think all of your dodger dogs are are covered in your in the price of admission okay so you can like go all there you can and, eat. all inclusive yeah. all <laughs> well just for just for dodger dogs oh, um, exciting. yeah yeah but you and and so I, I had a a guy a guy that I worked for way 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 back in the day when I was working at Men's Warehouse his name was Keith he's a Padres fan and so the his name um, George Zimmer okay nope no nope, nope, nope I guarantee it um so Keith was this bigger guy he was like a big 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 guy and we went to a Dodgers Padres game together one time and sat and he, he like demanded that we sit in that section <laughs> and, and dogs are, are,
1: those are the big ones right those aren't the regular they were regular back then stuff, i don't no. know they, oh, they, okay. they
0: they changed the provider now so i don't know if they still are but uh back then they definitely were like the full-on yeah. foot long that like stuck out on either end of the of the, of the bun yeah. that first bite that's just hot dog sucks like it's, it's not a good bite um <laughs> but but uh, we, we sat in that section and and the dude spent more time in line for hot dogs and in his seat. It was it was like,
1: it well, was that was the good thing a, about a, going to, an effort. to the A's games, like even though it was a dollar to get in and the hot dogs were a dollar, you, you know, they I think there were third deck tickets. There were so many concession stands that mm-hmm. and the, the attendance wasn't great in those days, hence why they were offering tickets yeah. for a dollar and hot dogs <laughs> for a dollar. So there was no trouble getting a hot dog. This is like when Cal, Cal played uh, BYU in the Las Vegas Bowl some years back. Mm-hmm. It was not that difficult to get a beer. The BYU fans, <laughs> incidentally, are not big <laughs> beer drinkers, so it was not <laughs> tough to get a drink at that game. I can promise you that.
0: Uh, all right. So back to the back to the topic at hand. I know this feels very like sports y right?
1: There's hot takes. You want to take yeah. you want to take the no, camera no. to get your hot takes off?
0: No, like the the like are the Lakers right. over, under, or properly rated it coming
1: up next. It's, it sounds it sounds sports radio because it is sports radio. But is. in your defense it is. it is August 3rd and there is. isn't shit to talk about. And we're yeah. still trying to provide
0: content. So here we go. Welcome everybody to the Lakers Lounge. Uh all right. So the Lakers, uh their playoff odds according to this website, which I think is like betting.com. Is the uh, is the Uh, not sponsored. Yes, the Lakers make the the playoffs at minus 350, and that's two to seven on your money. Um, no, people
1: don't understand what that means. That means the Lakers, according to this, are very likely to make the playoffs.
0: Well, let me let me just so so no, the Lakers don't make the playoffs at 11 of four odds, right? Plus 275. Um, the implied odds therefore are that the Lakers have the a seven,
1: so implied percentages.
0: Yep. A, a, per, a implied percentage that the Lakers have, uh, at making the playoffs is at 77.8. So just shy of 80% chance, according to this website that the Lakers make the playoffs. You look at the other Western conference teams, uh, the Rockets, uh, have like a 94% chance at missing the playoffs, right? So like the the Rockets are one of the worst teams in this case. The Warriors have exactly 80% odds. The Denver so Nuggets...
1: Sli- slightly ahead of the Lakers.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. The Denver Nuggets, I believe, are the highest percentage here. They have 96.8% chance. Um, yep. And then I'm going to try to find Phoenix really quick. This is all like alphabetical, so apologies here. Phoenix the starts with a P. Yep, Phoenix Suns. Uh, they have a <laughs> I'm ninety. going gonna
1: try to find them, and it's alphabetical.
0: Well, no, I like, I like, I meant like, like scrolling, like, like going up to see Denver and then scrolling back down really quickly to find Phoenix. They have a ninety-three point four percent chance at uh, making the playoffs. So the Lakers are kind of like a mid-tier team. Sounds who, like are the Lakers fourth? Who who
1: like follows the Lakers? um King, so all right clippers. so denver
0: one phoenix uh two looks like golden i have to state find
1: golden state was ahead of the lakers so i assume golden state yeah three. so
0: golden state three lakers four clippers five. Oh, maybe okay. memphis is is a little higher um no they are not so they yeah that's... M. <laughs> thank you aaron yeah the, the the uh memphis the memphis grizzlies have a 68.8 so it is it is uh Golden State three, Lakers four, but like so close that you're yeah. talking about a clear. So I clear think the in,
1: the most interesting thing there is kind of looking at it in tiers, mm-hmm. um, and what is surprising to me and different from my how I would put it is because I think those those top four are correct, um, but I think Phoenix should be in the Warriors Lakers tier as opposed to being in the denver tier so it from yeah. what that from what you just said and i don't know you didn't give the percentage for um memphis or the clippers but from that it is implied that tier one is denver and phoenix because they were like 96 and 93 percent, and then the warriors and lakers are 80 and 76 or 78 mm-hmm. um so those are kind of the tiers. i think i think that's about as as far as the numbers go i think that's about right i think the I think the Lakers have a seventy-five or eighty percent chance of of making the playoffs. Um, and I would say the same. I think that's right about the Warriors. I think that's a little high for Phoenix. I was just um, going to say. I think there's value betting against the. the I Suns. think that's a little high for Phoenix. So for me, for me, it's Denver by themselves as far as just making the playoffs, uh, or as far as the seeding. Let's call it the the seeding numbers. I think that Denver is the one seed. And then there is a line of delineation um, and between Phoenix, the Warriors and the Lakers, I think it's kind of pick your flavor for two. I I, am, I could hear arguments for both or for any of the three, two, three, four, wherever you want to put them. Cause I think mm-hmm. those three are pretty close. And then I think there's another gap um, between them and then, you know, Sacramento and, and Memphis and the Clippers you know, that's and the, the shock that's the funny part is like now we're already into the plan, so that's seven teams that that we that I've mentioned now that all mm-hmm. I think are going to be really good or good. And now we're already into the plan. We haven't talked about OKC yet, so this is going to be we haven't talked about your favorite Minnesota Timberwolves. I just assume you're a Timberwolves D- fan the, because of the, how the, how much you talk about Cat and you're a Vikings fan, so I just assume that carries over oh. the Timberwolves. Uh, shout out Mike Trudell, who is that, a Vikings fan and a Timberwolves fan I mean he's, that that
0: implies that I've enjoyed my experience rooting for the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> which I have not I very, very much not no, it's enjoyed more, my- it's more of a calling than a choice right like <laughs> it's hey look I'm a, my California Golden Bears
1: they're worse than the Vikings um so I think I think as far as I think the Lakers in at least according to what I assume is going to happen um I think the Lakers are kind of properly rated there um I think the percentages matter more like Yes, the Warriors are third and they're fourth. I don't think that matters because they're two percentage points off. I mm-hmm. would just group Phoenix in that group. Because I think Phoenix has of those three teams, I think Phoenix has the most potential for disaster. I don't think Phoenix is missing the playoffs. They're just gonna be too good offensively. But like if catastrophically two of those big three guys, you know, miss a chunk of a big chunk of the season. I think they are more likely to fall out of the playoffs than the Warriors or the Lakers.
0: Yeah, like I, I um somebody asked me for like my wins total for the Lakers on one of the recent um mailbag pods. And uh in in like kind of doing the math on on those win totals, one thing that I arrived at was that I Especially in the the Pacific Division specifically, um, where the Suns are so volatile, and I think, frankly, the Warriors are really volatile, and the Clippers are always volatile because you just never know. I I, I think at this point we can more are the Clippers
1: volatile? Well, right, like I go, I go can volatile, more, by the way, but are they?
0: Well, like we can. I, I always say what like is volatile because like, I think of like swings
1: of success. What
0: I think of. Uh, Remember the Titans right? style, mobile. I
1: don't, I don't watch sports movies. You, you're like but, wait, but what was... It? I do remember the white cornerback first of all, why do you have a white cornerback? Uh, but the white cornerback was a and I think it's not like for a long. well-known actor. I think it's a well-known actor right wasn't it Yeah wasn't he a liability? We were like number 37 or something. I, I see the memes that go around like remember that so-and-so was a liability on defense I think <laughs> yeah. or a liability at corner
0: Yeah the guy who played Ken recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. He's
1: mm-hmm. a famous actor. Why Why are you having a white dude at cornerback? That's not... Was it Jason Seahorn? Jason Seahorn was good. He was He was okay. He was pretty as shit, though. I'll tell you that. That's a good-looking dude. <laughs> he
0: know, had the best dude. head of hair. That. It was a crazy. He wore a helmet, and he took it off. It was like a head and shoulders commercial. <laughs> <laughs> just. just well, how is that so, so luxurious? It's like, are you conditioning under your helmet? Like, what is going on? Uh, But so we were... um so yeah, I, I was doing the math on on. But incidentally, uh, playing
1: cor- playing cornerback, not white people shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would probably say so. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I think um... <laughs> I'm just thinking of like white cornerbacks and this. quarterback
1: By the way, <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs>
0: I'm just thinking of like white cornerbacks, and it's just Jason Seahorn who comes. I mean, to there's my, been a few more, it.
1: but like, I'll get you. I can get you a white safety.
0: Yeah, Harrison Smith I, from I my Minnesota Vikings. Yeah,
1: he's one of the best still. I mean, not anymore, but he was he for like he had a five year run where he was one of the best in in the world. He's, he's
0: a Hall of Famer. He'll be. A Hall They're of
1: Famer. generally like not the guys you want running with the receivers, but they'll they'll hit you. <laughs> they'll oh. smack you.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: what, what was the day i don't remember the guys if there was one who played john for the lynch. packers and in, in this well yeah the 49ers gm um the packers john lynch was good the packers and was it chad coda maybe that would just he played for the cardinals and the packers and his his nose was always busted at the bridge of his nose because <laughs> he would just destroy anyone yeah, they'll,
0: yeah. they'll hit you not gonna run with you but they'll hit you Yeah, they. they, uh, Well, I I think I think they can run in a straight line with some, but it's like when you're when you're talking about like reacting to changes in direction and stuff, where where the white cornerback tends to tends to. My brother had a. a, uh, You know, Nate Robinson was like an elite cornerback. He's a really effing good cornerback.
1: He was he was significantly better at football than he was at basketball. I'm a Cal fan. He went to Washington, so I remember him playing both at Washington.
0: It's it's Uh, one of the things that like people, I think. Can lose sight of how insane oh, what too. we're watching uh on an NBA court is. Is like and Nate Robinson was tiny on those five, courts.
1: Five five eight five nine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and he's one of the
1: best athletes I've ever seen in my life, though.
0: Perfectly perfect. good size for a cornerback. Yeah, at, yeah, he was a little small. He's but. a little small, but like he's not. He's not as like drastically small as he looked on an NBA court like (laughs) no but you can get
1: away with it more in the NBA it's like yeah shockingly you can get away with being smaller in the NBA more than you can yeah because because, they don't allow because the wide receivers the wide receivers are you know six four six five now um if you have the ball in your hands and you have that athleticism you can go and do things with it but having to chase a guy around and then have a guy that's six five and also a great athlete like go up and get the ball you just there's nothing you can do about it. he was
0: damn good in college though do you think do you think nfl players would have more success trying to play basketball against an nba players no. or vice versa no no because because look all of the um
1: this is an off-season topic there's no there's no there's <laughs> this, like, is, this
0: is peak off-season right here
1: the the like <laughs> yeah no basketball is basketball is no basketball is harder um those guys that could I'm biased but I agree. There's not a lot of like the guys that have the two sports, you know, that play both that go end up in basketball, that doesn't that just doesn't happen. There's a lot mm. of Tony Gonzalez, shout out to Cal Bears, again, my California Golden Bears, right? Those guys yeah. end up playing football. Uh, uh Antonio, Antonio Gates, Gates, another tight end, another all-time great tight end at Kent State played both football and basketball. Those guys end up playing football.
0: Julius Peppers played it uh, he was the number 1 recruit
1: in football and basketball, right? He was a defensive lineman ended up playing. And uh Ronald Curry was also the he was a quarterback um at went to North Carolina. Um Allen, Allen Iverson, Iverson Allen, yeah, Allen Iverson, but Allen Iverson didn't play football in college. Right. So like the dude,
0: he, John Thompson, he, Thompson refused. No, Georgetown <laughs> he, like
1: barely has a football team.
0: Well, did you did you see did you did you happen to watch the documentary about Allen Iverson? You know, cuz like did, he yeah. played Wait, he or played the third
1: no, the 30 for 30 right is that what you mean yeah I think it was a documentary 30. 30 yeah, yeah, yeah yes
0: yeah. i did yeah um but but they they did briefly talk to john thompson about it and he was just like yeah i saw him on a football field one time and i said you ever set foot there ever again and yeah. you were going home
1: <laughs> so those guys look those guys those guys end up playing football right those guys the two sport guys and especially like excel lebron, those, LeBron those i think was a number 2 yeah, no, LeBron was a really country. good high school wide receiver. And then I think quit playing after his sophomore year or maybe junior year in high school because he knew he was going to be. a. Yeah. LeBron has no chance. LeBron is too big. LeBron will get folded in half in the NFL. He has no chance. But um, if you want to just make him like a red zone target, if you want to just make him a red zone target, right? It's <laughs> only when you're like, and just throw him fades, then LeBron <laughs> will be great. But LeBron's not going across the middle. That's too big of a target for linebackers and safeties. He would get folded. Yeah. But those guys, all of those dual-sport guys that play both in college, they end up playing football because they're not good enough at basketball.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right, so back to the topic at hand, though. I I think this has the Lakers... Well, the Lakers are always going to be publicly...
1: Yeah, they get a 10% a positive bump. bump because everybody knows that they're more Lakers fans than anything, and L.A. is close to Vegas, so they always try to take advantage of,
0: although we're seeing it dissipate just a little bit because everybody can,
1: I mean, go to a summer um, league game. You and I were there. Summer mm -hmm. league is Laker home games. Anytime the Lakers play, there's five times as many Lakers fans as anybody
0: Mm -hmm. else. Uh, But so if we factor in the Laker bump, I actually think the Lakers are a little underrated in these totals. Like I actually think Mm -hmm. there's a lot of value on betting the Lakers here to, to, to make the playoffs. Um, I would wait personally for like the first time one of these guys kind of pull a hammy and oh, you, that you're, number you're
1: like a slow start you're talking about or some injury.
0: Yeah. I, I think like, I, I don't some think negative event. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I I don't think this number is going to go so far skewed in a way that they're, you know, you lose all value altogether on betting the Lakers to make the playoffs. But I do think there would be like a potential overreaction to somebody like pulling a hammy. And, and that's where I think you really make the the best. Like Matt and I talked about that when we, you know, we had a whole show dedicated to how to bet the Lakers. And I think like when you're talking about year end stuff with the Lakers, I, I think you're better off waiting for the beginning of the season, waiting for the negative event to happen. Cause it's going to happen. And then betting and betting at the dip rather than hoping to get value right now, even yeah. though I do think there's some value because I, I I do have the Lakers higher than the Warriors. I do have like I'm I'm more confident in the so, Lakers making the playoffs than yep. the Suns making the playoffs. Mm. Like I like I, So here
1: so this is why I think like that's not all that instructive. I think the most instructive thing is because when it seems like oh you're second, you're third, you're fourth, you're fifth, like that doesn't tell the story. The real story is told by the odds, right? The percentages. Mm-hmm. So the difference between the Warriors at 80% and the Lakers at 78%. I think is what you said. Like, that's not meaningful. That's not statistically meaningful. So, um, I think what is important. So do you think, how about this? Do you think, do you agree with me that Denver is in a tier by themselves?
0: Yeah. And then do you agree with me that two, three, four? Yeah. The, uh, that tier is closer to the second tier than it was last year. Than it was at the end of last year. I think they got Uh, worse. Are you saying in, are you
1: in the regular season or in the playoffs? I mean just I guess general, we're talking about the regular season because we're talking about making the playoffs in this case.
0: Like I, I don't think like last year last year the, den, the the Nuggets were like lapping the field in the That's Why they
1: didn't play for the last 6 weeks of the season.
0: Right? And everybody I don't was think, like,
1: "Mm, they're maybe not that good. No, they just don't care."
0: Yeah. I I don't think it'll be quite the same this year. I think losing uh losing Bruce Brown is going to hurt uh losing jeff green is going oh, to hurt in, yeah um in the regular season like i think that's going to to hurt a little bit um they're really relying on christian brown to replace bruce brown and i think that harms them more in the
1: playoffs but continue
0: yeah but also like that creativity does help on like a random night that maybe you don't have Jokic or something like that so and I, then, I think I think that's
1: the key right there. Is Jokic has been healthy for the last however long. And it's kind of
0: insane, right? Because he doesn't jump. He doesn't leave the ground. He's a tank Still, and he doesn't leave the ground. He's built like Jigglypuff but, and and it but, just doesn't seem to matter. But
1: so he won his two MVPs, said I don't care, or like said publicly or insinuated publicly, I don't care anymore. And right, I'm not trying to win the MVP. And has been kind of nonchalant about. Uh, winning the finals MVP and winning his first finals. And so I think there's an interesting question about how seriously he's going to take the regular season or yeah. even how seriously he's going to, because he like doesn't seem to care all that much. And is like, I just want to go like raise horses and <laughs> at home. Like I don't really care about any mm-hmm. of this. It's not that big of a deal. So I think it's kind of an open question. The, the reason that Denver has been so good the past few regular seasons is because they had something to prove. And because Joker's a killer And because Joker had something to prove, so I think it's going to be interesting to see if Joker now is in the like Kobe, Jordan, Steph. More like I have one. That just means I need a hundred more. I need all of them. Or if it's more like, yeah, I got one. Like that's the goal. I'm cool. Like not that I don't want to win anymore, but like if the maniacal like the AD mode, I need the next one, next one, next one, next one, next one because like losing winning is the only thing that satiates me. Like winning isn't fun. It's just not losing. So yeah, I think Denver's regular season is going to hinge on that um, a lot, but I still think Denver's in uh, the tier by themselves, but you say it's closer. So do you agree that two, three, four in whatever order, if you want the Lakers second and whoever Phoenix third, or do you agree that those three are in a tier by themselves?
0: I'm, um. I think that I think the place that I disagree most with consensus is on Phoenix, because I actually have them a tier below the Lakers and the Warriors. So you're are they
1: they're in their own tier three?
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: you still have those them two, three, four, but separate from the Warriors and Lakers. Got it.